This is a HeadGum Podcast. This ain't that long-term vision and investment. This is time to get that cake quicker than sexton. If you about that, that's money sensation. It's time to open up your ears to twin innovation. Howdy folks and welcome to Twinovation, the podcast for your schemes, dreams, misdemeans, cons, griffs, hustles, any way you're making that money. We are here to help you and as always I'm joined by my lovely twin brother to my far left, he's El Jefe the Jeff Hay, Tugboat Rosenberg. <laughs> and to my uh, immediate diagonal across the room from me in this Cape Cod cottage, it is... Um, uh, Anna Merida Nikolic. Anna, how you doing? Hey. It's been fun hanging out with you these last couple of days. We're beach people now, Jeff. We are beach people. Very nice. I'm loving that. I, I thought I was a, a lake guy. Turns out I'm a pond guy. No, I thought we decided you're a swamp boy. No, I'm, I'm, you're I'm a little swamp boy. I used to be boy. a marsh man. No, we'll make some Dang merch it. and you'll be swamp boy for the next three years. Drain the swamp boy. Drain the swamp boy. Drain the swamp boy. That's classic stuff. No, but actually I went on a little uh, camping trip the last couple of days. Glamping? And, uh, Glamping trip? And, you know, it was a little rough, a little hot. You know, it was humid too. Or were you... Uh, it's a vacation every weekend over there. Yeah, well, yeah. you know, it's a weekday thing, but we're trying to get them in, if, if, if you must know. Huh? All the weeks, too, not just the weekends. It's a vacation 24-7, it sometimes seems like. Well, you know, you know one in Rome. Yeah, well, It sounds like you're at one of uh, what Fauci considers a super spreader. Super spreader. Well, you guys crossed state lines, did you not? Well, no, actually, we are in a completely quarantined house, and we haven't had any contact with anyone. We had grocery delivery, so what does that That's have to do with good. what you're doing? Oh, I don't know, because you guys are somewhere, and I'm somewhere, so we're both kind of somewhere, you know? Ooh, it seems like it's getting testy so quickly. You guys smell that? Mm-hmm. It's the beef of the week the beef of the week is brought to you by slim jim slap into a slim jim snap into a slim jim slap into a slap into a slim jim um you know i'm gonna break up this fight on the floor here uh and say i've had some issues with some cape people no uh, david you're not gonna break up anything and say you're having issues with any cape some people assholes. you're not having issues with any cape people whatsoever. You know, a couple run-ins here and there dave tell me what's going on uh, you know i like to give waves to a lot of people especially when you're on a dead end street you know a one-way beach street dead end you're seeing people every day everyone deserves a wave everyone deserves to be acknowledged uh, I agree during these tough times so uh, you know if you're driving by in a car especially uh, there is no chance to infect someone else so uh, you can look at someone you can do your nod you can do your wave you can do your uh, hat tip you can even do a, a wink or put your the two fingers up well, to your wink, mouth wink. Huh? <laughs> Wink might be a little hard to see while driving, right? Well, you pull down your window and you... you, you no, fl- you don't, David. It seems a little predatory. Yeah, and it no, is not if you it, do it. That's not if you do it, right? <laughs> anyway, uh, back to what we were really talking about, which is the beef of the week. We've been having a lovely time here in Cape Cod, David. You don't really <laughs> have absolutely any beef to parcel out when it comes to that. But what I do have an issue with... <laughs> is people that don't take the coronavirus seriously, people that don't care about others. This isn't your soapbox. People that don't care about uh, community. And when I say all of this, I'm talking, of course, about you and Jeff. Oh, the double beef sandwich. So, of course, we (laughs) moved on Wednesday. Congratulations to us. Finally, out of that neighborhood. We'll never be back again. Yes! Clap, oh, clap, clap. Might Never again? Never again. Yeah, Dave might be back, actually. 
Um, so we moved on Wednesday and of course, you know, we were about to be going, uh, to this, to this cabin with my parents, uh, for, for this little, uh, this little quarantine trip that we're taking. Well, it's not a soiree. It's a little quarantine trip that we're taking (laughs) and a little isolated, uh, beach cabin. And, uh, so, of course, I asked Dave uh, multiple times to make sure that he was extremely careful with social distancing and with not getting mm-hmm. sick and taking any extra measures prior to going on this vacation, you know, because as you pointed out, Jeff, yes, you know, we did cross state lines. We did come to uh, (laughs) Massachusetts. So it would be irresponsible to knowingly uh, be sick or be around people that could potentially be sick. Which is why I, you know, all of us have been following the social distancing very carefully, been respectful of, you know, others, and we don't want to make people sick just for our own selfish whims. And uh, Mm -hmm. it was very surprising to me when I happened to get a call from our management uh, saying that they were standing inside our apartment and they were about to throw away all the rest of our stuff that was inside. No bueno. Because uh, Dave was wasn't there because Dave wasn't there. So I go uh, to call Dave and to find out where Dave is. And he's turned off his location and then (laughs) FaceTime, I I FaceTime him and he's running down (laughs) your street. A street. And then tries to lie and tries to say uh, a million different things. He tried to say that his phone was just on airplane mode. And sometimes that messes with it. And he's just going for a walk to the hardware store. He tried to say about a million different things until it finally was revealed. Nothing I said was false. That you said many falsehoods. You lied many times. And you uh, were... Around your brother, who has been com- being completely no, irresponsible not. and was, not safe. I was not and him. what I need you to uh, clarify here, Jeff, is that did you both wear masks the entire time you guys saw each other? Yeah, I, you know, I love wearing the mask. I'm a big fan of it. You actually and said on the last episode that you don't like wearing the mask. So I just. Well, I've changed the tune of my, of my soul. In a week? A little bit. I find. I find the mask to be quite lovely, and they're because they, are you wearing the new Twinovation nice. branded mask, Jeff? Is that uh, what you're too late, about? too late to the game. No one wants the Twinovation. I want everyone to wear a mask, but don't wear a Twinovation branded. Well, mask. we'll cut you out of the sales. Then. Yeah, please you, do. You just lost please your third do. of the sales. Don't buy a mask from these people. They are bad people. <laughs> they don't follow. Uh, they don't care about social distancing. They're liars. They're true grifters. <laughs> these are the kind of Scheme. people that we're talking the about. Super spreaders. Yeah, <laughs> Jeff. Super spreaders, well, and then it's actually, a T-shirt of us, like. Um, what do they call that oh, guy? Yeah, yeah splayed out. Yeah. Uh, I just find it really hard to believe that, that the two of you were somehow like really careful if you were together. Like first Dave lied and said you were only together outside. And then I came into the apartment and saw that your fucking shit was all in there and that the walls were spackled. So clearly Dave did not do that. So of course it- you're a complete liar, and <laughs> well, we did. We did wear a mask, though. I was wearing a the mask. whole time in your apartment. Yeah, yeah. Did you guys smoke together? No. Did you guys share a libation of any kind? What are we, we kick, making out with yes. each other, kissing each other in this scenario? I don't know what you guys do, and that's not even. Unfortunately, that's not even completely like out of the equation. Dylan, this is one of those parts you can cut out, yeah, by the way. No, absolutely not. So that being said, 20 uh, minutes or so. every time I get a scratch or a tingle in my throat now for the last week, I have to live with the anxiety that I could have been infected with coronavirus. I had to tell my parents this. It really makes Dave look honestly terrible this is a pr nightmare for a family of hypochondriacs and uh it's really just all i don't but i honestly and i said this to dave and you know the irresponsible hanging out that's bad enough right but it's the lying truly that makes it just insidious he's supposed to get away with the irresponsible behavior if you well i was i don't i don't think i mean again we were wearing masks though you know so i think it's all kind of so in your hearts you truly 
truly believe that you were really very, very safe. I do, yeah. Safe for how long would you say you're at the apartment, Jeff? With the mask on? Yeah. Full time. Huh? The entire time. What's the entire time? Nah, you know, what it takes to spackle a couple holes that I created myself. Well, how long was that? Oh, 25 minutes, maybe. Mm, seems like you were starting out with a different answer and you wiggled your way into the correct yeah, you sp- one. You spackle something doesn't take one in 15 minutes. Seems like he was saying he was there the entire out. day and now he's saying it was 25 no, minutes. No, definitely not. Actually, was, what, we, what we were actually steamy, focusing on was that baby pigeon that was born on our uh, patio. Oh, what a sweetheart Did you see is, the huh? pigeon? No, Jeff wasn't allowed in that room because I was working. <laughs> uh, but Jeff, I showed you the video of that pigeon, right? It uh, had like you did show me the video. I like look forward to seeing it on the on the gram yes, as well. Um, and just to continue this beef, um, that pigeon actually had a twin brother, but Anna accidentally cracked the egg <laughs> That's open. That's not true. So if there's any <laughs> beef, it's probably that, in the That's om- not the, true. It's probably in the pigeon omelet that Anna made <laughs> on our patio before David, moving out. David, that egg was not going to hatch. Yeah. It was not hatched for a long time. It Let's just be- say she's. Um, not pro-life. Shut up. Oh, and speaking of that, <laughs> that's a perfect choice. segue into our next topic because so we moved, right? And we had the whole storage debacle that we had uh, discussed, but we got that all sorted out. We moved our stuff into the good storage unit. And then we're about to finish like loading up the very last of our things on Friday morning at like 9 a.m. We're the only people at the storage unit. And who should pull up but a Karen? We had a Karen encounter. I think you nice. might be a Karen. And I think I'm possible. <laughs> An old bitch pulled up behind Whoa, us as we're we loading up our dolly. Word. And she immediately opens up the uh, opens up the door and is like, excuse me, can you move so that I can also access the door? And I was like... We are moving. That's why we're here. Like, <laughs> so. Oh, burn. Just, that's like, good. Kept, oh, I, didn't, I didn't get that burn at the time. That's clever. Yeah. So, like, I just kept taking, uh, we just kept taking our time. We took some L's, Jeff. That's for sure. We took a, well, Then Dave broke another fucking glass. Like, this time, just a regular glass. So was I like, got those Jimmy hands, those Jimmy arms, and those Jimmy eyes. So, is there is there one entrance, though, or is there a whole loading dock type don't, of situation? Don't get me started. To our on- building, our storage building, there's one main entrance. So, yeah, basically, for just that building, there's like, I think, six buildings, but. What do you want to tell people the the fucking <laughs> code to the lock and they can steal all your uh, my trinkets, your autistic cat. David, you can't say that. Just bleep that out. Uh, yeah, don't bleep that, it. Just that, remove it, Dylan. It's yeah, uncouth. It. it is uncouth. Um, remove it. So basically, so basically that was annoying. Then like she tried to say something to it. Of course, not wearing a mask. Then like tried to like say something, mumble something to us as like we were finally getting in the elevator and I kind of went off on her at that point a bit I did you know the problem with the mask if there is a problem it's that you have still have to put your hands to your face to take it on and uh, put it on and take it off and isn't that the last thing you want to do touch your face indeed well you're touching you're touching the outside of the mask though right I mean, you're kind of pulling it off your ears you're supposed to just be touching the strings David the strings still that's you know so, so that was that, right? And then we finally you have a beef notebook over we, there. No, I just have my <laughs> notebook. So then we finally leave the uh, the storage unit and we go to drive home. And as we're driving home, we're passing a women's clinic in the town next next to oh, us. Oh, this is a good story, actually. And in women's clinic—that's where they do the OGBYN type of stuff. Yeah, exactly. They do. It's like a, it's like a Planned Parenthood like type of uh, place. What are those libtard centers for? (laughs) Shut up. (laughs) Disturbed teenagers. So we we're driving by and we see that there's a massive um, pro life protest happening at the women's clinic with like the. Uh, It should be pro. They get a life, you know. (laughs) People with the fucking uh, exactly with like huge like gross signs and just like. Um, blocking the entrance so that anybody that is going in there like has to like cross them and then there's like two poor girls who are wearing like full PPE and like 
colorful vests saying that they're escorting like client escorts like they're like having to walk through these disgusting like yelling people mostly guys of course protesting at the fucking women's clinic so dave and i quickly like pulled around the corner and then drove yeah. by them again and we're being like we started honking the horn yeah. and what? like yeah, yeah honk, like honking loogies on them <laughs> no and shit. not doing it but honking the horn yelling at them saying fuck you like whatever pro choice and we pull away and we're driving off and we feel like really really good for like three seconds and then we instantly get pulled over so we're like oh fuck but at the same time it's like we had just moved we didn't have anything we wouldn't have like anything on us like we hadn't actually done anything wrong so we were like all right i got warrants out for me so so we got pulled over it's a cop he comes up and he's like hey listen i know how you feel trust me but what you, if you do that it, it it makes it harder for me to control the situation so please do not do that whatever and then just he's like and what's your name and we said our names and then he's like i'm george have a nice day like and that yeah, and that was it right. so it was just like that was nice but at the same time it was fucking well, annoying don't pull like, us the fuck over. why pull us over exactly just it just makes those fucking pieces of shit think that we got in trouble when we didn't and well one could argue that uh we make the uh, the officer's job harder by uh potentially instigating a situation <laughs> he may already have under control with that said, it's not under control if they're there blocking the entrance if they want to protest they should protest like across the street i'm just playing devil's advocate of course they I, can't be blocking the yeah, entrance that's you, a that's a penal code 1206 you can't make people D. have it's not fair to make people have to walk through like a disgusting like writhing uh group of people screaming at them to go in to get medical services what the fuck and is they're going not wearing on? masks right huh no, they were not and wearing masks. All the anti-maskers and these fucking pro-life people are all the same fucking people. The same Idiots. breed is stupid. Exactly. You know, That's you fucking stupid. mouth is that what breathers. That is, huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I, never got the, I never got the issue with the mouth breathing. It's like, I get it. Like, like it makes sense. It's like, this, this, yeah. Is that more of a sleeping thing or because you I have don't some really nasal know. congestion? Uh, I'm sure it's... Um, it's just kind of like an idiot thing. Like, you know, like you're standing there with your uh, mouth hanging open. Like you're not smart right, enough yeah. to figure out how to like coordinate breathing with your nose and keeping your big yeah, hanging, good. gaping like mouth that. open. I'm on a roll today. I'm loving it. Yeah, I'm yeah. sure there's um, some uh, racial slurs that are associated with it from... Uh, dozens if not hundreds of years ago to some degree you know no i don't know and you on the opposite hand are on some kind of anti-role where you're just only saying offensive things i'm on a croissant yeah we know those (laughs) french speak shit about everyone yet they don't lay down their arms for a real war Mm. you know what i'm talking about (laughs) oh not really that's for our international fans out there um, Anna, anything else that you want to say or should we start this episode? Um, didn't know if. Yeah, sure. I mean, I got lots to say, but I guess you, you could do it on your own whole podcast for beefs of the week. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's something to think about. Maybe I'll that's do a spinoff. A spinoff. Mm, a beef. A twin off. A, a twin off. I like that. Get your own show. That's good. All right. I have more to talk about, but I'll just save it for next week because honestly, I gets to go. So let's get this show on the road. Yes, we got a pad tie coming. So, you know, this episode. Yeah. Nice. Will not be um, as long as you're accustomed to. Yes, yes. And there might not be one next week, but that's a whole other story. What are you talking about? <laughs> well, I guess actually we can probably do it uh, next week. Uh, you know when she says we're not doing an episode next week, that <laughs> you got to start packing your bags for the weekend, folks. <laughs> That's it's one not of, true. It's one of those clowns. I am kind of furious at both of you for uh, in a permanent kind of way, but don't want that to disturb you too much. No, I never not do. Not that you ever would. I know, I know. You too. You'll put me in an early grave, I tell you. Probably literally. We're thick as thieves. <laughs> you got that right. Folks, uh, allow me to introduce the... Uh, three members of the pig pen panel today. First, we have Baby Davy, 6'4, 213 pounds, coming out from the ham den. He's gooey, he's ooey, and he's a little Jewy. He's me, Davy. Uh, <laughs> so I'll start it off. I usually hit a single or double, get 
get on base at least. Then the tugboat comes around. He usually gets a, a walk or a single, so that at least puts me on third. <laughs> he gets on first, Brown maybe a steal. I feel. I, I'm a triple guy, I yeah. feel. And uh, Anna usually bunts and either gets... <laughs> <laughs> Either gets a run in or two outs or a triple play. Um, folks, allow me to pose a question. Please, please do. do. All right. Okay. What's the worst part? And you know, I I don't want to get too far into it because I know we cover the topic a lot. But what's the worst part about mattresses? <laughs> mm. Smell. Interesting. Uh, I would say maybe um, moving the mattress, you know, because you can't put it, say you got one of those fancy box c- compressed mattresses. You can't really put it back in the box, much like Pandora's I also, box. Yeah, much like Pandora's box indeed. Although I, I did see the movers because we have one of those mattresses. They were just folding it over like a taco and that's how they packed it. That's interesting. Yeah, um, Anna, I've seen idea. the taco work before. Huh? You have seen the taco work? I've, yeah, I've seen the taco stuff. Yeah. Um, Anna, any ideas what could make a mattress uh, better? What, what? What? You must know this. What's one of the worst parts about this? Hot. This mattress. It could be better if it would be a cold mattress. Yeah. Haven't you already had that idea? This isn't a cold mattress, but I haven't really had that idea. I want a but cold I love mattress. It. I want and, a cold mattress. And this is a part of that idea. All right, okay. it will be cold. But any other problems? Twinovation Nation, you're out there. You're with your significant others, perhaps. Uh, it's sweat not. spot when you get a giant sweat spot on the bed and then I have to sleep with a towel over it. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes that's true. But maybe the problem that's called is, tuberculosis, by the way, Dave. <laughs> well, but what's one thing we all want out of our mattress? What is there something more that we want? What what more do we want, Jeff? Anna, what more do we want out of our mattress? What more? Do uh, sometimes want? I'd like to sink completely into the mattress so I can, you know, kind of hide, you know, no. so it like kind of covers you. Well, you're kind of uh, you're hitting close to it. I'm just gonna go out there and say it. we want more mattress, right? We want more mattress out of our mattress. All right, are you all feeling me here? That's why I'm proud to introduce, and I don't mean to rush through this, but I'm going to talk about the product, and then I'm going to. And really take a deep dive into questions. Um, so I'd like to introduce my brand new bed size. It's the triplet, okay? Um, it's essentially going to be the size of three uh, full beds. It's bigger than the King, the California King. Uh, it's a step up, and it's the triplet. Um, it's essentially either uh, three full queen beds together, actually, now that I think of it. Um, I said full beds before, but it's three twin beds, I, I suppose. If a twin is a queen, <laughs> it gets a little complicated. Uh, what do you mean if a two two twins is a queen? Yeah, so is it so three queens or three twins? Because if it's a queen, it, it's then it's just a queen and a half. It's thirty queens. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's going to be a, a um, it, uh, at the end of the day, it's six twin beds. Whoa. Six twins? Well, how mm-hmm. is this working out, David? It's a triplet, so it ends up being a square, but it's essentially you put three queen beds together in a type of uh, way that makes it a square. You know how you can do that? Um, but imagine what kind of area are we talking here, Dave? Huh? What kind of area are we talking here? Let's get down to the, the brass ten feet checks. by ten feet by ten feet by ten feet. Ten feet by ten, so it's a ten foot square. Yeah, but it sinks as well. So, like you sort of mentioned, you wanted that sink feature. It, it sort of has the feeling since it's so big and square that it's sort of um, an inset family room sort of couch type of situation. Like you know, right? You can actually play in there. The kids can play in there, too. It's almost like a big crib at the end of the day. It's almost like one of those uh, cool living room um, or living room pits. Yes, you know, that's what I was thinking of. The sofa pits. The conversation but, but inside pit. The conversation the pit. Damn it. You know, I, I even knew I wanted to talk about that during the pitch, and I couldn't think of what it was called. The conversation pit. Look it up. I'll post it to the grams. We want to make the conversation pit 
Uh, we want to move it to the bedroom. Uh, it sort of died off because people didn't love it in the living rooms for some reason, even though they're beautiful, they're gorgeous, they're a relic from the 60s and the 70s, but they're beautiful. They really are. <laughs> um, and so I think. And you're talking about a, you know, a traditional uh, two people in the bedroom type of situation here, no, Dave? I think this is a family ordeal. Right. Obviously, you know, whoever you're sleeping with that night, that's your own fucking business. Okay. But this is a fucking bed and it's also a family bed. All right. Depending on what, when, and with who you want to use it. More are welcome. Yeah. That's the triplet. You know, it's not a single, it's not a double, a twin, a queen, a king, a, a California king. It's a fucking triplet. And a lot of people are calling it the trilogy as well in the streets, I that's guess. That's cool. They call it. Uh, can you re- can you rearrange this, or it's always in a square? So you know, can square. you move it around almost like modular modular furniture? It's in a square, but because it's um, sunk and squishy on certain points, you don't you can sort of push it into a corner where you might have a heating pipe, or you know, a, a little bit here or there. It can mold around certain surfaces a little bit. It's mm-hmm. got a little give to it. Definitely not a lot. On a, I can tell you're really hot over there. Aren't you dying? Kind of. Well, I'm by a window and I... It's closed. It is closed, but the (laughs) fact that I can see the wind um, blowing through the trees and the sand. I I actually uh, astral project a lot, which is something you think you do, but I know I do. Um, Because I worked at it for the last couple of years. I read books. I learned about it. I watched a lot of um, Doctor Strange. I learned a lot of cool tricks with my hands. So usually it, it feels a lot like taking a nap, but um, more often than not, I'm flying around uh, literally right above this bed and above this house. Looks like the roof needs to be replaced a little bit in the back. Oh, and there's two bunnies running. Very cute. Right, right. Of course. Um, it's it seems a little interesting coming off of my your, uh, yeah. my slant bed last week. The rom bed, I believe, is what you're. Yeah, rom bed. Yeah, yeah. It's a big idea, um, and I'm not going to say that that didn't help. Um, you know, guide me in the right direction because it definitely did. It's definitely an inspiration. That doesn't mean though that you know it's it's a ripoff. We'd love to have a triplet a trilogy <laughs> rom bed if that's. What you're kind of getting at. I mean, it's, it's I mean, merger uh, and that's a, interesting. That's an interesting merger. I mean, at that point, why not just make the whole room a goddamn bed then, Dave? I agree. Well, and then you have your, let's make it a whole bed. And then you have your, with the conversation pit, you can have your cabinets in there too. The whole room is like a pit at the end of the day. I want to sleep in a little right. pit. Maybe you have to step up to get in the pit. It's not like you're going to lower the floors in your room. Step up to get in the pit or step down to get in the well, pit? Well, it's not because, like you uh, can, by definition, the pit. The, you know, you can't, you can't move the ground lower. Bone in the dark. Yeah. So you right. almost have to create the illusion. It's like people that have decks around um, uh, um, above ground pools. You know, we know yeah, what you're of doing. <laughs> you're not getting away with it. You're not tricking here. anyone. <laughs> But I love it. So the triplet and the lowest at retail is forty six thousand dollars. Um but we're right. we're, we're which is pretty cheap actually looking at the mattress market as of late, even though there's a ton of competitors out there. Um but what we're really proud of is some of the integrations we have with some of the the bad bunny brands and the um Is this is this something that lies on the floor like <laughs> this uh, like the way your your father does it? What? Bad bunny. Is this something that lies in the living room floor, you know? Well, if it's a pit, it's going to take a four-man crew. Um, You want one person in each corner, and we usually ask (laughs) that we are able to um, appropriate the door frames to any degree if we need to get in. Right, right. And regarding, uh, is there is there one master 100 square foot sheet for this? Uh, I'm a little scared about washing something that big. Does it even fit in your, the your everyday washer? I mean, the sheet, um, you can wash it. Obviously, it takes its own load. So we, we do say that you separate the sheet from, uh, mm-hmm. um, what, what would you call the thing that isn't the sheet that comes with the sheets? Are they still called sheets? Um, 
the pillowcases? No, because you have the floppy sheet over, and then you have the sheet with the rubber band. Right, you have the fitted and then the regular sheet, yeah. Yeah, do those have specific names, you think, or not? Uh, the fitted, yeah, fitted. Yeah. Um, I don't know, uh, what do you think about this one? <laughs> you haven't heard I forgot you were still in the room. <laughs> I and forgot she, I was still in the room. <laughs> she fell asleep. <laughs> I passed out she, from she, heat stroke. Yeah, she had a heat stroke. Um, I love anything that increases my, uh, your time in a, a deep, dark cave. I love um, to sleep more than ever. I actually was never really someone that enjoyed sleep. I've never, and then you met me. Never understood it really. And now I'm just. Well, I've been putting little drugs in your food to make you <laughs> sleep longer. That way you sleep an extra hour. Benadryl. Literally I, went I to get, bed at like 840 the other night. I get an extra hour when you sleep an extra hour. Okay, <laughs> that's strange that's... and sad, David. Why do you think of it that way? Because I don't have you hassling me to bring you ice cream or a cold <laughs> water. You know, it's like ice like, cream. I specifically refuse to eat the ice cream here. Did you refuse to eat the ice cream when I it comes get a lot, of, the truck? a lot of late night water asks, Dave. I've seen her chase the ice cream truck down late the street. Late night water asks? Are you kidding and, me? And it's, it's a an dead honor. end, too, so you know it's, it's your, coming it back. It should be an honor to bring me my cold water, okay, Dave? Like, what are you? You are well, so wait, far we from should, a We night. should put a, put a little a hamster uh, a bottle in the corner, I think, is the best way to go about oh, that. I heard that. And then the like adults that, just actually. go and suck that's on the straw that's attached to the wall. So that's the triplet. The chicken tie pad uh, might be coming soon. So it already did come. Are you serious? Yes, it came like <laughs> ten minutes ago. Yeah, you pulled. You pulled this. Yeah, all right, Dave. I get you. I get you. The food's here, and I'm actually getting a little hungry for wings. You can't really get wings around this place these days. No one's doing and them. wings in Brooklyn. It was a sad state of affairs. There's a wing shortage. Just like you heard about the coin shortage for the Fed, the Treasury. Right. There's a wing shortage. Is there really? I hate to say yeah. that. You got to watch out for it. Although I eat tofu you know, you wings think you now. Get, you get, you so get, you know, the bones a, a dozen wings. That's six chickens. They're not raising the chickens like they used to. Uh, no. And we don't want to hear any of that, Jeff, because at the end of the day, it's <laughs> uh, animal masochism kind of shit, sadistic stuff. Happy we- chickens make good wings. <laughs> <laughs> Buffalo wild wings. Happy chickens make a buffalo wild wings. I think buffalo wild wings has gone down a lot in my in my heart in terms of what they're all about. I don't know if I caught a nice one or lamb, but I think it might actually be not such a nice atmosphere. And no, sort of- it's not, and it never was. And I was so shocked and saddened by your love for it when we first met. I didn't realize it was more like a Hooters and less like um. You taught used to talk about it a lot too. You used to always because we used to get twenty five cent wings when I was in college. We used to get twenty five cent Parmesan garland wings, which means (laughs) if you have ten bucks, you're eating forty fucking wings, brother. And when you're talking twenty bucks, you're eating eighty wings. And by that math, twenty five bucks gets you a hundred. Did you ever eat eighty wings? (laughs) They went in my body. Let's just put it that way. Because <laughs> my fraternity was freaks. Yeah, they, that's for sure. When we used to take the wings, break them open, and shut. Ew, David, no, our, you can't joke the, about the, stuff. Like, they called it wishbone. And <laughs> yeah, <he knew. laughs> see which side pops out. Yeah. Um, Dylan, maybe delete the, <laughs> um, not the whole thing, just the part where he says ass. they shoved about what he's supposed to delete and what he's not supposed to delete. And just, then, just delete everything we say. No, no. And don't, don't you go episode. produce in this pod. I want to get on the emails, by the way. No, Why am I not on the emails? You don't even know how to use email. <laughs> that, that's true. <laughs> She doesn't. Like, she doesn't have push notifications on her emails because I don't want to be bothered by that, that shit. Insane. Mm, I don't like it. Yeah, I think that's all right. That seems healthy, Dave. You're a kind of you have Mr. Push. push notifications on for every single app. Pull. It's chaos. Yeah, it is chaos, and it was also the reason why last night at three fifty-two I was able to buy Kodak at six dollars, <laughs> and now it is at fifty-seven dollars. So really, did you yeah, make money? I'm a, you're so 
desperate sounding. It's like disgusting. It's like, oh my God. You're the one that talks about this shit. And then I finally show uh, an interest for the first time. And you say I look desperate. fucker. Shut up, David. You're not a comedian. So how am I a chuckle fucker? You're a chuckle fucker. Oh my God. I've sold out fucking rooms and bars in Chicago. <laughs> you show you've sold out the waiting room for another bar in bars in Chicago. Yeah, but the room was rowdy. Probably had something to do with those free shots they were giving out to anyone that would look at us. Stand in the room. At look all. at these two twins. They was in the Guinness Book of Records in 2017. I think they were the inspiration for that movie where they had their uh, lips sewn to each other's assholes. <laughs> <laughs> It's human centipede. Yeah. Um, They're doing a human centipede podcast together. That'd be a funny new logo for us, huh? No. Yeah, I, I just keep talking and it's like, ooh, and then you have to translate it through your mouth. <laughs> Wouldn't that be a fun logo, Jeff? The three of us? I guess we would. It's disgusting. Anna would have to be in front. And then I guess I would be behind her. Ew, no, we're not doing this. It's so disgusting. <laughs> I'm just saying the only appropriate way to do it would be you, me, okay. and then Jeff. Good thing you cleared that up. Although I guess it could be Jeff, me, and you. Dave, do yeah, I'm, I'm not just, getting I'm just, sewn to your ass. No, I'm being in the front well, and would, I'm not being sewn to anyone. No. <laughs> you can get sewn to my ass if that's what you want. Well, you still can breathe through your nose. I'm, I never saw the movie, Jeff. I never saw it. You should almost go, you should almost be sewn ass to ass. You can you can see who, who it's almost like a tug of war in reverse. Yes, yeah, a tug of war with your stomachs. Um so anyway, I'm at. Uh, that'd in. be a funny Twinovation logo too. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, uh, sending it around the horn. You guys are both in. Correct, <laughs> yes. customers and investors. Uh, no, I don't. I don't like it. <laughs> well, don't let all the talk little... after the pitch change your view. Well, no, I. Th- I mean, it's just uh, your. Supersizing the mattress, I think a lot of people don't have, uh, you know, a room? 10 by 10 room is well, stackable. Is, excuse me? Stackable. So it can be half as big, but um, twice as high. Uh, well, you're, now you're. Uh, you're changing it up. Okay. Now it's five feet by 15 feet the way it stacks. <laughs> David, I'm leaving. And then you have a wall. <laughs> Are you leaving? That's fine. We'll finish. No, no, no. I, I think I'm out. I, I'm a bigger fan of the the round bed. To be honest, I thought I had a little more creativity. Definitely. Um, and you know, it's just like I think we got to get away from the bed a little bit as a society. Get out into the world. No more bed ideas. No more bed ideas after this episode, and we'll be right back. <laughs> Next up in the pig pen, he's my itty bitty titty brother. He's El Jefe, the Chef, a tugboat Rosenberg. What do you got for us today? <laughs> Guys, allow me, if you will, to pose a question. Please. You know, what's what's one of the most frustrating things about camp? And I'm not talking about the bugs, the bees, uh, or anything in between there. I'm specifically, and I'm actually going to answer this one for you. I'm talking about that goddamn cooler, right? Because you got to carry this big, well. heavy thing around. Mm. And, you know, it's sloshing all the time. Yep. And you got to refill it with ice all the time. Then you go back to your home, your apartment. Now, where where the hell do you put this bulky thing? You know, nowhere. I mean, you, you have to keep it outside. Or... You have to keep it in your hallway. You have to put. You have to hide it. It's a summer thing. Bury it. You have to. I mean, or bury it. Sure, that's a. Actually, I I used one as a little flower garden in my back. But, you know, they're kind of unsightly uh, unless you have a garage. You don't really want one. And then you got to just buy a bunch of ice or get a bunch of ice from your freezer. Put it in. Today, I'm introducing collapsible cooler. Okay, CC me on that, Dave, Mm. because what the collapsible cooler does is it's almost like a like a like a file box, you know, with an open top there. And what you can do is you can you push it in from the bottom and it kind of it wow. folds into itself, right? And it so nests, and so now it's flat, and you can you can store it uh, kind of flat 
in your freezer if you want. And that stays cool all the time. And whenever you need to use it, you pop it out. You're going to the beach for the day. It's got um, sheets on the inside there, yeah, plates that stay cold for up to 24 hours. This is an iceless cooler. Sheets in your cooler. It's an iceless cooler. Sheets in the cooler. Uh, Like a sheet of um, of absorbent liquid is is in the cooler. What? A sheet of ice? Uh, No, it's like a metal sheet. So don't think about like a don't think about a bed sheet. I know you got your mind on beds here a little bit. (laughs) He's stuck on the bed. No, I'm just curious. How is there's a metal thing that's collapsing, or it's just flat? Uh, so it collapses the metal into for? flatness. And so not so much metal <laughs> as it is a, a, a liquid gel, you know? I, I don't know, but this guy seems like an idiot to me. So I don't know why I would be a customer warrant investor. Excuse me? Huh? But you guys are bad. Um, I like it, Jeff. I think anything that are can... Are you have... screaming right now? Does Am it I sound screaming? like she's screaming to you, Jeff? No, Am Dave, I... it sounds like you're screaming, actually. And you're an yeah. idiot. Not yeah. Me, Dylan shop up around this. <laughs> um, I think that uh I think that it's good. I like anything that will uh make it easier for me to bring a cold libation to the beach because you know, I hate lugging those big, you know, giant solid coolers. And uh there's really not enough easy ways to do this. Well, Jeff, tell us how much it weighs when it's collapsible. Let us know the dimensions and also let us know uh, how much weight it can carry. Right. So Obviously, we're actually going to do form, what we do here is, there's some is we have jeopardies in the we integrity. Call it, we call it the Nestle. Okay, David. And what the Nestle does, it's it's three coolers total. So you have your your baby, your your toddler and your then your daddy. Okay, and (laughs) what you can do is we recommend that you put, you know, the coldest cold things in the baby and then you put the baby inside the toddler and then you put some other, you know, (laughs) snacks around that. It's like a turducken? Kind of like a turducken, yeah. And then in the daddy, you know, you put your libations, if you will, there, Anna. Um, And what so what you get there is you get three coolers in one. That coldest pit is staying as cold as sub-zero temperature cold, Dave. That's very interesting. Um, uh, dimensions wise, we're around talking, a bit in you know, 15 by, know 15 by 8. Those, I love it. Those are great dimensions. Uh, like, did you answer how much weight it could hold, or did you sort of I mean, skirt your way out of that? No, I mean, it, it can hold whatever you put in it. How about we put it like that? That's interesting. And wheels, no wheels, handle, um, elongated stick that you can Important pull. question, important question. Uh, we're actually going no wheel, believe it or not. We find the wheels to uh, be a dirty little trick. Going? And, you know, on most coolers, you'll find that those wheels will break no matter what. Uh, it's a fun little exercise to carry it onto the of beach. Of course, uh, it was actually a trick question because the wheels could have too much in sand. Especially yeah. if you're talking beach coolers. Exactly. Jeff, I think it's a fantastic idea. Truly um, wonderful. I was hoping you'd go something more inflatable, you know, that sort of. My, no, my we don't really mess with that type of stuff anymore, David. It's kind of dead tech. <laughs> <laughs> dead tech to you, my friend. Mm-hmm. One man's dead tech is another man's fucking treasure tech, idiot. <laughs> but, uh,. <laughs> no i'm kidding jeff i actually do think it's a wonderful idea not top 10 or top 100 but it's definitely a top 125 i appreciate that uh the cost dave is is you know 68 69 oh my man i love that 69 shit ew What the hell is wrong with you today, David? Mm-hmm. You're quite uh, foul, if I do say so. Now we have a, a, a classic. Um, <clears throat> it, it's a magnetic top, so you don't have to be zipping in and out. It kind of clicks in, clicks out. Um, Love that. Love a magnetic. Uh, almost, top. almost kind of like that. That that second gen iPad cover. Interesting. Kind of locks right into Jeff. place there. Hell yeah. I'll clap that out. I, I, I'd like to be in as a customer and an investor. I, I don't know. It. What do you think? I'm in. Yeah. You guys like it? I love it. Mm-hmm. I was saving, like it. I I love I was saving it. that for the real world. Cooler. Here I already know her. <laughs> David, you're stealing my jokes. Jeff, did we have a name for the product? Um, I believe we were calling it uh, Nestled. 
That's old. Interesting. Um, we'll let the fans talk about that. But uh, next up in the pig pen, um, she is my um, the, the love of my month, folks. What? The flavor of the season. <laughs> Her name is Anna Merida Nikolic, and she is my queen. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Ew. Well, I guess thanks, I guess, David. Uh, I think it's I deserve a bit more respect than the flavor of the month, but I'll take it for now because I want to go eat pad thai. <laughs> uh, so That's why you're the flavor of the month. <laughs> allow me to pose a question. Yeah, please do. Please do. Uh, what's the worst part about, I don't know if you guys would relate to this or understand even what I'm talking about at all, but what's the worst part about reading a book at the beach? Oh, geez. Um, um I, I'm actually a heavy reader at the beach, believe it or not. Um, are you? I find that maybe. What's the last book you read at the beach? On it, um, Curious George. <laughs> Um, uh, uh, the Naked and the Dead Harry Potter. It's a classic uh, <laughs> World War II Was Snape alive in the book you were reading or not? Uh, say it again. With, which volume of Harry Potter of it <laughs> or which book about Star Wars um, aircraft was it? <laughs> Very good, Dave. That's cute. But no, in, in fact, because it, I'm too tired from carrying the heavy cooler to the beach, uh, I don't like carrying a heavy book to the beach as well. Right. So yes. you're, you're saying you bring in your nook or your iPad to the beach, Jeff? No, I'll, I'll bring. I'll, I'll look for a uh, book being thrown out on the street, and I'll kind of take that with me and bury it in the sand for someone to find after I'm done reading a couple <laughs> chapters. Well, that's kind of fun. Interesting. I like that. So burying treasures basi- on the beach. Basically, one of the uh, one of the worst parts about bringing a book to the beach is, you know, obviously we can all download the book to our phones. Everyone has, you know, it's so easy these days to put everything on the phone, but there's really something to be said for holding a book in your hand, you know, like Mm -hmm. you want to hold that book. That's what really, for me, helps me to focus, lets me know I'm really reading here. Okay. Like I'm not just aimlessly scrolling. Like it helps me pay attention. There's a feel, there's a touch. Mm -hmm. Uh, There's a smell. I I don't know about that. I love the smell of a library book. I I, I cannot lie. Smells like grandma. It smells like piss. I love it. So we. You like the smell of piss then? No, David. (laughs) So we, uh, so I, I have this, uh, book that I've been bringing it back and forth to the beach all week, but it's a library book. So I'm very nervous that I'm going to, you know, get it all messed up, uh, before returning it. And it got me thinking, you know, uh, we've come so far technologically. Why can we not, you know, why has there never been a fully waterproof book Ooh. where the pages are made of a thin plastic a thin malleable plastic that is just like it's a full book with words printed on each page front and back but it's waterproof so that you can you're holding a book but it's a plastic waterproof book that's fantastic um it's just you know we do so much with plastic why are we not able to make it as thin durable as a piece of paper i feel like they almost are well, well, yeah. We'll I mean, find that in your your curious George books, the pages may not tear in water, but you'll get that <laughs> you'll get that that cover tears a little bit. <laughs> I that's very good, Jeffrey. I really do feel like you know, I'm almost envisioning a Rubbermaid kind of plastic, like a rubbery type of plastic. What when I see on the cover, page, I think. Uh, For the cover, yes. And then, you know, each page is kind of like um, like a soft iPhone, uh, like a, or unless, tell me if there's something better. Well, it has to be as thin as a sheet of paper and also as malleable. It doesn't have to be, it has to be almost as thin. Yeah, I mean, if it's twice as thick, then you're going to, you know, Harry Potter is going to (laughs) be, you know, seven inches versus three and a half. Which isn't a big deal. You know, I'd rather see them bigger. (laughs) It could only be for certain books, of course, you know, maybe for your your smaller books here. 
No, I can definitely see this working big for the classics, and, of course. And I also, I also see a little Fahrenheit 451, and they almost like they can't be burned, they can't be buried, they can't be, you know, yeah, that's waterlogged. That's a good point too. Keep it's a good way to make books more permanent, so they can't be burned yeah, by the secret I, police in two years. You no, know, it's something nice too that you want to keep in good condition, even though you know, let's say you want to bring your graphic novel, your your seventy dollar Watchmen graphic novel to the beach yeah you, know, you don't want to get it destroyed it but would, you know you want exactly. to be able to throw it like a football when you're not reading it it would also make a great gift like oh you know my uncle loves uh the hobbit so but, but i got him the plastic yeah. version so he can bring it into the bath he, with him he, and, and, he can, and he can read it in the pig. tub too don't forget about reading exactly. in the tub that's tub talk tub talk and half what? the reason that's i don't I, time I, too. I, half the reason i don't read in the tub is well, obviously, because you get the pages wet, but then I do the thing where you'll kind of lean over the end with, with your kind of butt against the backside there. And, you know, it's it's no fun leaning over like that. This would help you a lot. This product is perfect for you, I think, then, Jeff. I'm a big, big, big fan of this. And then we get a name. And we can, we can maybe ice cycle, you know, some, some plastics, you know, kind of make it. It's an idea. You know, it's a concept. Trade in your old guns product. for fresh plastic books. Yeah, I love it. I think that this is the future. If you know, if we if we can't fix the world and get away from everything being plastic, let's lean in at least and make some good things plastic. No, I like it doesn't all have to be Tamagotchis, you know. It can be some books. Ta- Tamagotchis too. are worth a lot in resale. Yeah, that's not true though. Mint condition. <laughs> I'm, I'm a big fan. Uh, I don't care what the price is. It probably varies for a book, but I'm in as a customer and investor. Thank you, Jeff. I am as well. What about well. you, Dave? You are great. This was a fantastic idea. Um, folks, don't forget you can send submissions into ideas at twinovation.biz. Uh, we love to hear you on the socials. DM us any catches of the day you see out there in the real world. And we'd love to hear your pretty beautiful voices. So don't forget to send us those twin voicemails at one six four six nine two six ten ninety two and see you later. Ooh, yeah. Walking out the door, robbing their bank, got the chauffeur, makes it more purpose. Now an open screw. Saw the name with two dudes for innovation. I owe That was a HeadGum Podcast.